When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Many people are burning out and not burning bright in their professional careers. So let's change that. And the first thing to do is, and this is tough, you're going to have to be willing to let go of some long-standing beliefs. Um, and the first one is that, look, we've had this belief system, you've got to be a grinder and just go, go, go. Now, a hundred years ago, that was true. I mean, for people... That mentality was developed over the last couple hundred years because people needed that to survive. If they didn't go out and plow the fields and do things like that, they couldn't feed themselves. Well, our, our culture is much different. Our life is really, really easy in comparison. We can live without grinding it uh, much more effectively uh, because with the advancements of technology, it's just made life easier. And the proof that that model doesn't work is for, you know, Gallup has done polls and for many years they found only 7% of people are satisfied with their careers. Well, there's two reasons for that. One, most people are in the wrong career and they don't know why, which I'll, I'll help you discover, you know, where that comes from and what you can do about it. Uh, and the second is because of that mentality, be a grinder. You know, that's why, I mean, studies are showing when you overdo it like that, you're less effective, less proficient. Um, the ideas and strategies you come up with aren't as powerful or as good. Um, you slow down your progress. It, it generally takes you twice as long. And that's why you're seeing, especially in professional, the first place it's starting is in athletics. They're starting to back off. Remember, it was, you know, it wasn't 30, 40 years ago. They drove everybody into the ground. That was the way to be better. Well, now the NFL, all these pro teams are, it's all about rest, 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 rest. The body, the mind needs time to recover. It needs time to process it. We are slow to change. I mean, we're, and then in this world with all the technology, how we're all being hit, like people don't realize that these phones and computers were assaulted on a daily basis with information. And it is overwhelming for our brains. It's not designed to process all this. That's why it takes us a while. We need the breaks. But we're having to beat back centuries of a belief system. Beliefs are hard to change because look at what we have to admit. I was wrong. I'm imperfect. That's a self-esteem hit. I don't want to admit that the way I look at the world is wrong. That means whether I'm 20 or 60, I've been, you know, invalid. It invalidates my life story up to this point. That's hard to accept. Now, that's not the truth. I mean, life is all about learning new skills, new tools. We, you know, it's growing and adapting. We're changing constantly. We're just doing the best we can in every moment. But because we all inherently struggle with massive self-esteem and low self-esteem, in part because we don't want to challenge our beliefs. We don't want to let them go. We don't want to push up against that. We don't want to, you know, we feel that invalidation and, and this is where we really get into the real solution. The problem is, everything we do is feeling-based, not thought-based, and that proves it. 
because I'm giving you clinical thought that will change your life and make you more proficient, but the feeling comes up of, oh, I'm inadequate, I was wrong. Those are all feelings, and so we push it away. That we have to shift the feeling. That's If you want to grow personally and professionally, the, the single greatest untapped area of your potential is emotionally because everything we do is emotion-based. The way our brain and body, you're processing everything I'm saying. You're having an emotional reaction before you ever get to thought. But yet for centuries, we you know the dynamic has been to push emotions down, don't talk about them, don't deal with them, especially in business. Don't bring them in the boardroom. Well, it's all you ever do is bring your, I mean, you're, you're constantly feeling before you're ever thinking. Now that's hard for people to accept, but that's what modern neuroscience showed. Candace Pert, Antonio Damasio, all the experts in the industry, you know, have shown that we're we're constantly emoting, and even the way our brain processes information. So the first step is lean into that feeling, that feeling of ah, I don't want to deal with my feelings. Ah, I don't want to be wrong. Ah, I don't want to try something new. All of those are feelings. All of that pushing away is a feeling. Now, the question is, where does that come from? Well, for all of us, that's childhood. Every single one of us. We learned those feelings from our parents and how they controlled us and were perfectly imperfect. And so what's really happening in that moment is like, gosh, man, I, I, I'm feeling old pain that I haven't dealt with. and. That's where the solution lies and why we choose to burn out instead of burn bright. Because you look at people like Gary Vaynerchuk, you know, he might be the greatest grinder on the planet. You know, he works 70 hours a day and has 25,000 companies and he's screaming and yelling at everybody, go, 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 go. Well, just listen to him tell his life story. He's, he admits because of his insecurity and his fear and his feeling inadequate, the only reason he works so hard is so he doesn't have to feel that. Do you see how it's a medication? And and so, yeah, he gets all these accolades and, you know, he's made money and stuff, but he has no life. None. He just works nonstop. And and look at, it's if you look at his posts from when he started, and you look at how, no offense, his health has gone down. He, the bag's under his, he looks miserable. He looks destroyed as a person, and that's what happens. We can never outrun those feelings. No matter how much we work, you know, many people use their work to medicate away their pain. You know, we, we also use the gym and pills and pot and all these different things. But, you know, the grinder mentality, um, that's all about medicating pain, and he's a primary example. Now, please don't hear me as disparaging him. You know, he's done some wonderful things. He teaches, he's helped millions of people. You know, he's a very kind, very kind soul. But the culture hasn't given him permission to face his pain. And so he's found a coping skill that is working right now to some degree, but it's imploding on him. And, and you'll see it. It's, it's going to explode. You can't outrun it. And that's why so many business, successful business people burn out and end up exploding and imploding. You can't outrun those feelings. You just can't. Eventually they catch up to you through your health, through self-destructive behaviors, through burnout, and all of that. So the first thing to recognize is you have also picked your career because of the pain you haven't addressed. I talk about this in my book, Your Journey to Success. There's a whole chapter, but I know that 
whichever career you're in, I know what your trauma history was in childhood. That's what the brain and body does. It just seeks to repeat the, the unhealed pain. And that's why only 7% of the population is truly satisfied at work. They're just reliving their pain against themselves, okay? So let me give you some examples. Like every single person that's ever been, you know, I've ever run into that's in the financial world, you know, a financial advisor, all of them had issues about money growing up. They're just reliving it. That's all they're doing. Insurance, same thing, no safety in the home. Real estate agents, pure chaos in childhood. They moved a lot, they moved in influential time. There was pure chaos in the home and so they're reliving the process because buying and selling homes is just pure chaos. And that's why so many realtors, their lives are pure chaos. Disorganized, I mean, it's a trade. Everyone talks about how they're so disorganized and all over the place. And there are thousands, you know, here in Phoenix, I think we have 40 or 50,000 realtors, but only like two to 5,000 that actually practice. Because of that, it's just so much pain and turmoil. They can't stay focused long enough to do their career. I, I remember a very profound moment when I was writing my book. I had a ghostwriter because um, I needed help with editing and things like that. And we were doing this chapter and she said, well, what about me? Why am I a ghostwriter? And I was like, do you really want to know? <laughs> She's like, yeah. And I said, well, what is it you do? Kind of looks at me, you know, we're doing Skype. She kind of looks at me and says, well, I write. And I said, yes, and what do you write? People's stories. Yes. And so, why would you write other people's stories? Well, to give them a voice. Yes. And so what you're telling me is that in your childhood, you never had a voice. You were never allowed to live and write your own story. And so you're reliving that by writing and living other people's stories. You had to sacrifice your childhood to take care of your parents and meet their emotional needs. And she just broke. She had never put the connection because we don't teach this stuff. And so here's the key with your, I'm not saying your career is, it might be wrong for you. It's like I, you know, I talk about my book. I played pro hockey, pro golf, construction. I had several careers before I found what I'm really meant to do. There are always things that are working for us in our career and working against us. But 93% of the population, their careers are working against them or they're reliving their trauma. And so the question to ask yourself is the negative parts of your career. The parts that drive you crazy and, and all the frustrations, the lack of money or whatever the struggle is. Ask yourself, how does this feeling, when that feeling comes up, the anger, frustration, sadness, confusion, whatever it may be. And if you're, if you, most people struggle with their feelings, so go to Google and print off, type in feelings list and print one off and look at it. And you're going to see there's some characteristic feelings, <clears throat> pardon me, to your career. And ask yourself. When was the first time I felt this feeling? And it's going to tie into childhood memories. And so you're reliving that pain against yourself. And so you're, you've chosen that career in an attempt to scream back at you the pain and trauma that you haven't addressed. That's all it is. We're literally, our life is just a metaphor for the trauma we haven't addressed. Our relationships, our careers, our friends, our hobbies, everything. People just don't know it because we're so new into really talking about emotions. So that's the secret for you is to 
look at your career and why you're burning out. What, what feelings are you trying to medicate with your career? Now, you're, you're also going to discover there's some gifts to it. Like, you know, me playing pro hockey. I was a goalie. Well, I was actually, this has always been my gift. This is who I was meant to be, all right, is, you know, a teacher and guide and, and all of those type of things to help other people through their trauma and pain. And um, my gift is I can see and look at people and know what, what their struggle is and have insight that they don't have and, and help them find it, just kind of like I did with the ghostwriter, walk them into the answer that they're unaware of. And, well, look at, I was a goalie. What's a goalie do? The puck moves so fast, you can't see it. You're always anticipating, you're reading. See, I was developing, I was developing my gift through the use of hockey, but I was also reliving the trauma of my childhood. My older brother used to beat the living hell out of me, and he'd force me into the net when we'd play street hockey and shoot frozen tennis balls at my head. And so I relived the trauma against myself by standing in front of a hard rubber disc going 100 miles an hour, pelting me just like my brother. That's what most people are doing with their careers. They're just getting pelted by the pain they haven't faced. Now within that, just like with me, I learned, I learned to hone a natural gift I have of seeing and helping people through their stuff because goaltending is all about reading a situation and, and seeing deeper patterns that most people can't see. You know, the, just the position of somebody coming down the wing and knowing instantly, okay, this is how the play is gonna develop. I'm ahead of the play. Well, that's what I am with clients. It's the same thing. So I was developing that skill. It doesn't mean it was necessarily bad. It just wasn't my calling, okay? And so that's what you're struggling with as you're reliving that. Now, what the biggest thing you're gonna come up against is all the excuses not to look at this, all right? Several of them of, man, I can't afford to look at this. I can't afford to stop the grinding. I can't afford to, you know, I'm already struggling financially. I can't invest in learning about this. I can't, I just, it's, it, I just don't have, I don't have the time or money. Well, that's not true. Um, like I said, as studies show, when you back off and you do this the right way, you actually make more money. Also, the other thing to look at is, what's it cost you? What's your health right now? How much are you spending at the doctor as you avoid all this pain? How much are you spending on Netflix and chill, booze, pills, pot? You're spending a boatload of money to avoid this pain. You have tons of money. Very few people are out on the street struggling with this. They're grinding away. You have tons of money to put towards this. You just have to choose, am I going to put the money that I have towards what I'm using to medicate it with, or am I going to choose to put it towards the solution? What about time? Well, the, like the people in my greatness university that learn all this and recover from it, and it happens instantly, it, they spend 15 minutes a day, they watch one video and answer one question. That's it. That's all it is. We all have 15 minutes a day. There isn't even Gary Vaynerchuk. Ah, Gary Vaynerchuk has 15 minutes a day. Everybody does. We, we, we use that to avoid the truth. So we have the, t we have the money and the time for it. It's just a question of, you know, then we get to the next excuses of why we don't have it. Well, I'm afraid to change. Scared, scared of it. Man, I don't know what to do. Well, that goes back to, 
<clears throat> you know, the same old stuff of, I've been this way. I don't, I don't want to take the, you know, we see it because of low self-esteem. We see it as, oh my God, this means I'm bad. And I don't want to admit that I was bad or wrong after all these years. Well, again, it's not true. Um, the other thing to recognize is all day long, all we're ever doing is changing. Our whole life we've changed. How many careers have you had? How many relationships have you had? How many friends? How many hobbies? Life is all, we're, we are changing every moment, just driving down the road, changing lanes. Somebody, oh my God, I got to change. We change constantly. The question is, do you want power over the change? Like for right, right now, you're a victim to the change. It's controlling you. You're overworking all the ways you're medicating. You're a complete slave to your avoidance of change. Like change is doing you. Well, all this is advocating is, okay, I'm going to be in control of my change. I can do that. Wow. That sounds actually a lot better, much more empowering. <clears throat> then the, the next one is people are afraid to commit. You know, they're afraid they won't, they won't commit or they won't finish. Well, if you've watched this video to this point, you've already proven to yourself you can commit and finish something. Like, that's not true. You're, it's just a choice. Well, you made the choice to come this far, so it's just one small step to take the next step further. You can commit and finish anything, and you commit and finish tons of things. Look through your life. How'd you get to where you are? Because you committed and finished things. So... That's not true either. Then really one of the biggest ones is it's, you know, I'm going to experience too much pain. Um, it's too scary. Well, again, that's not quite true either. Um, the thing to recognize is if you don't do it, you're just choosing to add more pain to your life. Cause you already know you've been through divorces, career changes, bankruptcies, addiction issues, whatever they are, you've already faced a ton of pain. Um, the question is, by not doing that, are you willing to experience more of it? Because it's guaranteed. You won't outrun it. And you know it. You can look through your life and the pain keeps building. So which is scarier, to stop the pain or to keep reliving it? Well, at least... To me, like, I don't want to relive it. I don't want more of it. Well, the only way to, for that to happen is to choose to face it. Now, the other thing that, you know, about the scariness of facing all this is when we sit here and project of what it would, what would happen if we dealt with this and how awful it would be is we project all of these terrible scenarios. Well, it's been my experience and every client I've worked with, all of those things they project, they're all wrong. None of them come true. They don't ever happen. It's, it's all false. The other thing that happens is the scariest part is making the choice to go from here to here. But here's the tough part. Until you make that choice, you won't know it. It's sitting in, right now you're in purgatory trying to make the choice. You're in pure hell. Well, as soon as you go here, Purgatory ends, and in that moment, the instant realization is, oh my God, this is just discomfort. It doesn't end all those, you know, doomsday things I thought would happen, don't happen. But the other beautiful thing that happens here is you look back and go, oh my God, 
I had no idea that that was the pain. This is just discomfort. That was pure hell. See, when we're here, we can't, you're not, you're not even aware of how much pain you're in. Most people aren't. Some are, some of you are, but most people are like, nah, it's not that bad. I'm okay. Because I've done this before. Shoot, I need a piece of paper. But the way pain works is it's usually little things that bug us. Just like a little piece of paper falling on us. You know, little irritations and we go, ah, oh, never mind. And the next day we, we don't think about it. And so it's all these little pieces of pain moments landing on us over and over and over. Well, if, if I dropped one, you know, one piece of paper on you each day, you wouldn't even notice it. You'd be like, eh, no big deal. But over time, it accumulates to this book. And so if you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s, I'm sorry, this book is huge. You just don't feel it well. It's showing up in your poor health, your poor relationships, your financial struggles. That book is massive, but you can't feel it because all those little moments were added one piece of paper at a time. And once you make the choice, that's what you see. Oh my God, I had no clue how miserable I was and how awful that was. This is nothing. This is easy. That was hell. What it takes is the choice. That's it. That's where freedom is, the choice. So if you want to stop burning out and start burning bright, it all comes down to that. I'm done. I'm done. And I may not feel that pain. I may have these fears. But I want this. I'm ready for this. I'm ready for that freedom. And if that's what you're looking for, reach out to me. Whether it's my book, whether it's my classes, working one-on-one, -on -one, that's what I can help you do is to burn bright again and show you that pathway so you can see how your career and all these different things are keeping you from the greatness that's within you and the peace and the freedom and the spontaneity and the joy that we all deserve personally and professionally.